What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL. With your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Drop a Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, is Pedro. Pedro, my man. We are into the Eastern, oh, not the Eastern Conference, but the Conference Finals. Um, we actually had already recorded episode 50, but the audio went awry while I was trying to edit it. So here we are again, a few days later, uh, a whole round later, and we are into the final four. Pedro, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Didn't expect it. Let's be honest. I did not expect it, honestly. I had the Hurricanes. Uh, underestimated my team but all in all what an effort seven and oh in elimination games Seven five and oh five and oh five and oh five and oh facing elimination five and oh elimination games well it will be seven and oh probably so <laughs> hell of a hell of a comeback and let's get it tampa baby uh, so the last time we were uh, talking for the fake episode number 50, uh, the Rangers and the Hurricanes were battling it out. And I noticed your shirt. You are wearing the same shirt. It is the Hurricane, same hurricane shirt. shirt. It is the Hurricane same shirt. Hurricane shirt. Uh, but now it's, 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 it's allowed. It is allowed this time. Uh, the Rangers ended up knocking off the Carolina Hurricanes in seven. They finally got that deciding uh, road win. Uh, as you need when you do not have home ice. And yeah, I, I mean, it's just been incredible. It's what an incredible run. Uh, but now we are down to the final four teams. Uh, we will just go over the two series, how we're feeling about each. And um, we'll just see how it goes until next week. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off in the Western Conference. Uh, you have the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. Currently, Colorado leads the series 1-0 after a wild game. Uh, game was incredible to watch. Unreal. Uh, and they played tonight, game two, 8 p.m. Uh, thoughts? Because <laughs> I think the Western Conference, you know, they say the wild, wild west. Well, holy shit. Uh, I, yeah. Is there any defense that's going to be played at all? That's such a good question because it seems like it's with Edmonton, it just seems like just all high-scoring games. You saw it last year's with Calgary. And there's absolutely no defense, like you just said. 8-6. Well, it was 1-1. They scored back-to-back goals in 36 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it was just chaos from there. But Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are on a tear. Has there ever, has there ever been an instance? Could, well, could you see Connor McDavid win a cons mic without reaching the Stanley Cup final. Is that possible? I, I don't think it's possible. I think it has to be a that's not possible. I, th- I think it's gotta be a finals uh that, to me that's just I feel like it's possible with him. Like why not? Got the man's on a tear. On a tear. I think he'll go down as the best player in NHL history. I, it would not be a hot take from you at all. Uh you have sorry about that. Um you have you know, dry sidle with his 15 assists right now. And then Evander Kane's been one hell of a pickup for Edmonton. You know, he got the goal, he got the goal, uh, the scoring going in game one, but then it just didn't stop from there. I, and, and then you have, you, you, you think you have Mike Smith gets pulled. Yeah. He, he gets, he gets yanked. Uh, and that might be his what third time being yanked 
in the playoffs so far. Uh, maybe I, I, you know, but they're probably going to go right back to Mike Smith. Uh, and then you, on the, on the other side, you got Darcy Comfort who ends up leaving the game. He's not playing tonight. So you got Pavel Francuz, who I thought actually played pretty decent uh, for Colorado, you know, with the circumstances that he uh, walked into at least. Uh, but thoughts on uh, the rest of the series going forward um, on the goaltending matchup. It is something. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I, yeah. I, I mean, they were two coyotes, two former coyote goaltenders. So put that into perspective. Mike Smith, he's eight and three. His goals against average is above three. That's crazy for the record that he has. And his save percentage is just over 91%. Uh, Darcy Kemp, as you said, left the game. Uh, Francois, 3-0. That's going to be a good matchup. Uh, going to the player side, Leon Dreisaitl, 16 points in the last five games. Unheard of. Like you said, Evander Kane, great pickup. Uh, regardless of the drama that he brings in, he's been outstanding for the Oilers. Nothing to be said about Connor McDavid. On Colorado side, Nathan McKinnon is on a mission. I think he is poised to bring this city a Stanley Cup in Denver. Seven points in the last five. Kel McCarr has five assists. He has five points in the last five games. Nazim Kadri, after getting so much crap from the St. Louis fans, which, by the way, is just horrible. Horrible. It's disgusting. It's The fact that people can do that is, is it's not, there's no words to describe it. Uh, he has a he has a good bounce back here. He's gonna get paid this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, again, he's also on a tear. How do I see this series playing out? I, I mean, it's so hard right now to bet against the Colorado Avalanche. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I think it to be a tighter series than a lot of people anticipate. I think it could go the distance. It's hard to see Conor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl give it up like that when they're this close to a Stanley Cup final. But all in all, I think Colorado will prevail. And I think this game does go seven. I think this series goes seven games. The over-under for tonight's game is seven and a half goals. Uh, to, put that in, uh, to put that into perspective, I think the seven and a Thank half, you. I think the seven and a half um, was, well, it was decimated in game one, but I think the over hit with, I believe 12 minutes to go in the second period. So just put that into perspective. Uh, yeah, just the goals keep just pouring in that series. What'd you uh, make of the offsides call or the, 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 not the non offsides call, should I say? So, I was on Twitter the following day and I see everyone ranting about this. And of course, I believe it was Kale McCarr coming to the zone. And mm-hmm. I don't remember the avalanche player who was inside the zone, but I, I read the rule on this. So if the player doesn't touch, if the player does not have possession of the puck and there's a player in the zone, he is still considered on side. So Kale McCarr didn't touch the puck when it was crossing the blue line. And the Avalanche player who was in the zone had one skate out before Kale McCarr touched the puck. So 
on that one picture, it looks like he was offside. Yeah, yeah. But during the play, I mean, he's not. I mean, these refs had chances to look at it. It took a long time for the re- for the for the review. But all in all, I think they got it right. Yeah. I think it was right. Now, backtracking because I don't think we got to this in the last episode. Blake Coleman's goal mm. in the last series against Edmonton, to me, that is not a kicking motion. I thought that should have been a good There's goal. No way. That should have been a good goal. To yes. me, that should have been a good goal. First of all, he's been pushed into the net. He didn't even slightly move his skate. It just redirected off his skate. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't think that was a distinct kicking motion. I think the NHL really needs to double down on that this offseason because obviously if someone blatantly kicks it, sure, but there hasn't been any consistency with calls in this in these playoffs, I don't think. Oh no, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, the calls are all over the, the place. The calls are all over the place. And yeah. as a Ranger fan, I think every review has gone against us. Uh, but that's just yeah. na- that's just nature of the beast right there. Uh, yeah. so you said you have I'm sorry, you have the Colorado Avalanche in seven. I said seven. I think this goes the distance. Oh, I sure as hell hope so, because if each game goes <laughs> like that, I do you see the scoring uh, slowing down at all? Like where's the defense? Like I, I just don't like I understand the, I, I, the high touted offensive, the offenses on yeah. both side, but you got to have some defense. I, I would bet the over on five and a half every single game. Uh, I'll put it that way. I think they're going to be high scoring every time. You got players like McDavid, Dreisaitl on Edmonton with Evander Kane. You got players like um, McKinnon, Landeskog, Rantanen. Cam McCarr, I mean, they're bound to score. And let's face it, they're not top-notch goalies uh, to me. They're, they're, they're not up to the levels of Vasilevsky and, and Igor Shosturkin. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be high-scoring series the entire time. And I think, well, as we'll break down the Eastern Conference Final, have our, have our series pick, as much as Colorado is the favorite, Regardless if it's the Rangers or the Lightning in the year in the Stanley Cup final against either the Edmonton Oilers, which is hard to bet against Connor McDavid, I know, because they could score goals. But you need gold you need gold to win a championship. And I think that right there is gonna be a key factor heading into the Stanley Cup final. Whoever has the best goalie to me will win that series. I actually also agree with you. I believe I saw Mike Rupp on Twitter after watching game one. He said, and I quote, if Either of these teams continue this type of play into the final. Either the Tampa Bay Lightning or the New York Rangers will win the Stanley Cup. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I agree with them. You need goaltending. If the Rangers even score or Tampa, either or, if they score three goals, they win the game. Yeah, no, I, I, they do. I, I, they do. I, I mean, those two goaltenders, regardless of what happened last night, can shut the door. I mean, Vasilevsky, to me, is the best goalie in the world right now. Um, and easily, if Tampa scores three or the Rangers score three, it, to me, that slides out. Yeah. That's it. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I am looking forward to tonight's game. Uh, my series prediction, I am also going to go with Colorado. Right now, I just feel like you can't bet against them. They're 9-2 yeah. and two right now, total in the playoffs. Uh, they're, they're a wagon. Uh, I say... Colorado in five. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay, so I, 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 I just, I, I don't know. I just don't think, I, I just have no faith, zero faith at all in Mike Smith as a goaltender. I have zero yeah. faith in him whatsoever. And I know he's right. had his moments. He brought them to where they are, but just, I don't know. I have zero faith in him. I just, I think Colorado is just going to be too much in the end. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it goes long, but I got yeah. Colorado in five. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think Colorado's better defensively, even though it didn't show in game one. I think their goaltending is slightly better, and they have stars up front and on the back end. I, I mean, it's hard to bet against them. Edmonton has McDavid, Kane, Ryan Jr. Hopkins is coming in. Yamamoto has been playing really well. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's just hard to bet against Colorado right now. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that series turns out uh, by, you know, next next week. We could, you know, the series could potentially be over. Um, so we will see how our predictions go next week. But uh, let's move on to the Eastern Conference final. And holy shit, if you told me in the beginning of the year, that the New York Rangers would be in the Eastern Conference final, I would say, hell yeah. But I no, don't no. believe you. Yeah. I, I I think this is a win or lose this series, I'd be happy. It, it would suck because you're one step away from the cup, mm-hmm. but this team has not performed any expectation that they were anticipated going into this year and in, into this season. It, it, it's been crazy. So you have the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are currently eight and four. This is after Game One, uh, so they're eight and four in uh, this year's playoffs. Uh, the first, you know, first series uh, they went the distance with Toronto. That's where Braden Point got hurt, uh, lower body injury. It kind of looked to me. I wa- I I watched his uh, the injury a few times today, mm-hmm. just while at work, and it looked like it was his quad. The way that he went into the boards, it looked like he pulled on his quad, but he's out there skating. I, I you know, it's always going to be lower body. You can only guess. I'm not. I'm no doctor. That's just me. You know, with my eyes, what I see. Uh, I could be totally wrong. Uh, but then, uh, so they went seven, and then they, without point, blew through the Florida Panthers uh, yep. with ease, swept them, which could have played into a factor into the last night's game. We don't know. Uh, could have been some rust. Uh, maybe definitely on that first goal uh, for the Rangers. And then on the other side, you got the New York Rangers. Went down 3-1 against Pittsburgh. Fought all the way back. Scaved off elimination. 1-7 in overtime. And then you had the just the, the home stalemate. You know, uh, two two Carolina home wins, which I thought, you know, I think we've both, just, uh, both said the Rangers could have won game one. Could have possibly won game two. Uh, and then they went home to care of business in three and four. They got absolutely destroyed in game five. Uh, I, I don't know what type of Carolina Hurricanes team came out in game five, but that team was the team I was expecting all series. Yep. And then the Rangers go home, take care of business again. And then they go into Carolina game seven and win six to two. And the New York Rangers are moving on to the Eastern conference final. Uh and now fast forward to last night, we had game one and holy shit. The Rangers do it again. Six to two victory yeah. at the garden. The garden was rocking. Uh, you know, you had Mika score a minute and a half into the game. 
Uh, I mean, Kreider score. I'm sorry. It was Amika assist. Yep. Amika assist. And then it just kept flowing and we can get into the, that shift. They're calling it the shift. I was on my feet in my apartment, in my house. I, I, my whole family just up. Oh my God. It was crazy. And then just, I, let me hear from you. I'm rambling. No, you're good. Yeah. I mean, back to game seven against Carolina complete. I, I think, I think they slightly outplayed them. I don't think they completely demolished them. I think, Ronto was not on his game. Uh, him getting hurt obviously did not help. Uh, I don't even actually pronounce their backup goaltender because I will not pronounce his name. But uh, I think it's uh, Pitor Kachekov or something. Kachekov, something. Yeah, like Pitor Kachekov. Uh, what? Yeah, he went in what three goals? Mm-hmm. His first goal. Uh, his first goal he let up was his first shot on Strom's two-on-one with Cop. Um, outplayed them. Great, great against Carolina. Fast forward to last night for game one. You could tell Tampa was not ready. Tampa was slow out of the gate. Um, they did the second period was then you start to see the actual Tampa Bay Lightning, which is scary. Um, but the Rangers came back. They stayed poised. They kept the pressure up. They didn't lean back. They got the 3-2 lead. They kept the pressure going. They didn't leave the force circuit to dry. That's how the Rangers have to play the entire series to win. The shift that everyone's talking about on Heedle's second goal of the game, if they play like that every single shift, they're not going to, but throughout 60 minutes or whatever, they're going to win the series. It, it's, there's no doubt. Shesterkin was lights out. Vasilevsky, I think, was a bit cold. I think those nine days did hurt them in the game one. Game two will be a test. I think you're going to see the Tampa Bay Lightning, the actual Tampa Bay Lightning tomorrow night. It's not going to be a 6-2 blowout, I don't think. It's going to be a hell of a series. But back to that shift, that kid line, I come on. Come on. Lafreniere is having a coming out party. This is the number one overall pick we've been looking at. Philip Hedl, what? where the hell did he come from? I thought he would be gone. Capo Caco is finally starting to become that that force playing down low, that big body that we've been looking for. He's not scoring goals. He's passing the puck extremely well. Um, Keandre Miller in the back end, to me, has been the best defenseman for the Rangers this these playoffs. Ryan Lindgren has been a warrior, without a doubt. Adam Fox is Adam Fox. The team is coming to get, but Schneider's playing pretty well. Braun has been playing well. I mean, they're finally starting to gel. You see teams like this in Stanley Cup playoffs that come together. We saw it last year. We saw it the year before with Tampa. They've gelled. They found a way after losing to, to Columbus 4 nothing three years ago. They're playing great at the right time. You're, mm-hmm. you're seeing that, and they just got to keep momentum up. If the Rangers win tomorrow in game two, watch out. Yeah, so I the one thing that I'm going to mention is the narratives that have been surrounding the New York Rangers. Um, you have everyone speaking on, oh, they're, they're getting lucky with the goaltending that they're that they're playing or, you know, backup goalies, backup goalies. I mean, in round one, you didn't hear anything about Boston playing a backup goalie. You just heard that Ronta was playing really well. Uh, right. And then, you know, we played, uh, we you know, we played Rodriguez and DeSmith. Uh, not Rodriguez. Um, what's his name? Uh, Domingue. Domingue and Casey Domingue. DeSmith. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, we played them. 
it was a good series. And then we play Ronta and then all of a sudden the, the narrative starts rolling in, you know, uh, can't wait for them to play a real goalie. They're going to get destroyed. And I, I mean, I hope that they kind of put that narrative to rest for a little bit, at least uh, they, you know, lighting up, lighting up Vasilevsky for six goals, more than the Panthers scored all series last, yeah. uh, you know, last round. And then you have the narrative. Now this is where it turns to Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay lightning since they lost in the playoffs last have not lost a playoff game after a loss. They have never lost twice in a row. So right. they're 17 and 0 after a, following a loss in yeah. the playoffs. If you win tomorrow, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I might be going down to Tampa and I might be going to a game because I am off all next week. I might be doing it. And if I can see the Rangers steal one game in Tampa, I think the Rangers win this series in five. Wow. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if it's going to be five. Um, I, I think they would win at home. If you win tomorrow night and you steal one on the road, I think they come back home and close it out in five. Okay. I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, tomorrow to me is probably going to be the biggest game, mm-hmm. even though we've only played one game. But <laughs> you take a 2 series, you take a 2 old series and hang it to Tampa. I, I mean, granted, we've, we're down 2-0 against Carolina, but Carolina was bad on the road. We were not bad on the road. We won twice in Pittsburgh. We won once in Carolina. We can win on the road. Um, back to the goaltending situation. Sorry, Mike Smith, to me, is not a starting goaltender in the NHL. Let's be real. Yep. So are you going to discredit the Calgary Flames for losing to them? Are you going to discredit the Los Angeles Kings for losing to them? Give me a break. And let's also talk about who the Colorado faced. That's just the situation that the Rangers were given. I'm not saying that if it was um, Anderson that they couldn't beat Carolina. Ronson didn't play bad. Ronson wasn't a shitty goaltender in the series. The only shitty game he had was unfortunately game seven and and game six. He got pulled. But regardless of that, Carolina had an opportunity to close it out. That's also on the players in front of them. They don't have a top. They don't have an all-star. They don't have that pr- that uh, premier goal scorer that they desperately need. Right. They don't have that. So people can talk about goaltending all they want. They want to discredit Igor Shosturkin, which it's fine. You're just giving fuel. You're you're fueling him. That's fine. But the one thing that did piss me off about Ranger fans, uh, I was just about to topic. say, can I ask you another do question? Not, do not say that. You're 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 poking the bear. You really are. Don't. Just stop with those damn chants. Just say Igor. That's fine. Don't say he's better because like he's not right now. He he's not. I was that's just, just about opinion. to say, how did you feel about the Igor's better chance? Uh, I understand being in the heat of the moment at MSG. You paid all that money, yeah, to to go sit there. You're happy. You're excited. It's six to yeah. two. You know, you're not expecting that score. Uh, I, I, they, yeah, chant what you want, but in my head, I think Andre Vasilevsky, who has won back to back cups, uh, that's just bulletin board fodder. He's better, he's better. It's just true. He's the better goaltender. It's, it's, it's bulletin board fodder for the defending back to back Stanley Cup champions. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we need to feed them any bulletin board fodder uh, to win this series. 
Yeah. And, and, and I think they've had the harder road to get here. I mean, they played Toronto. They, they played Florida, even though they swept them. But we're still the top team in the East. And not to discredit Pittsburgh or Carolina, but they were – it would be a different series if we were playing Toronto or um, Florida. You know, like it would just be different for the Rangers. I'm not saying that they couldn't win, but it would definitely be more difficult. Um, yeah, it pissed me off. I, I think if it was game – if you won an elimination game and you were up 5-2 with three minutes to go, then go sure, for it, yeah. that all you want, go for it. But it's game one. Stop doing that. You're poking the bear. It's going to be an issue. Or, and then I or it's really you, poking, it's poking the cat. Poking the cat. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're going to head down to Tampa and not saying it could happen, but five nothing. You're down five nothing. They pull Igor Shesterkin. It's going to be a mind fuck. Mm. It just is. Uh, you, you're don't do it. I, I was not a fan of it. Yeah, well, we will see how they respond tomorrow night uh, at eight o'clock. What do you? How are you feeling about these eight o'clock games? Brutal. <laughs> so my shift for work is at two thirty in the morning. So I go to bed at eleven. I get a three-hour power nap, nice. but it's worth it. You know, it's fine. It is what it is. I'm loyal, so it's brutal. There you go. Uh, but, so serious uh, prediction. I hate this. Yeah. If the Rangers right, can go, play, go with go with your gut prediction and your heart prediction. Okay, my gut says Tampa in six. My heart prediction: if the Rangers can continue to play like this, Rangers in seven because they have home ice. So you think the Rangers go another seven games? Yes. Oh boy. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, I, this team is fully having me believe. I'm bought in again, hook, line, and sinker. Uh, but once again, you can't bet against Tampa Bay until they lose. So I'm my my gut is saying Tampa Bay in six. My heart is saying Rangers in five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's a big, it's a big, it's a big game tomorrow night. You have to hold serve at home. The the series does not start until you lose a home game. And if we can go into this, it would go back down to Tampa up to nothing with a chance just to steal one to go up three, one and going back home. There it is. That's what we need. Right. And, and I think, again, this is a different situation now we're up in a series. We haven't been up in a series since winning the series. So it's a different playing field. I think the Rangers need to – they're going to get Tampa tomorrow night. Like, I, like I've said before, they're going to get a hungry team. The Rangers have been the hungry team because they've been down in the series. Now they're going to get a hungry team coming to the MSG tomorrow night, and they better be prepared for it. It's not going to be easy. No, I, I agree with you. It's definitely not going to be easy. Uh, we can only hope for the best. Uh, then who knows what happens in a Stanley Cup? But my 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 gut right now says whichever team comes out of the East is going to win the Cup. Okay, so that was my question to you. So, so you take either team, either of those two teams are going to win the Stanley Cup. So you think goaltending is that big factor? Oh yeah, and, regardless and- regardless of McKinnon and on Colorado with Rantanen and Camel Carr, 
or McDavid and Dreisaitl. All right, let me let me say this: If Edmonton wins that series, then I believe whoever comes out of the East wins, because I do not like. I said I I am I just I'm drinking the anti Mike Smith juice, and uh, yeah, they have Connor McDavid, they have Leon Dreisaitl, but you have Vasilevsky and Igor Shosturkin. And you have a team, you have two teams that can put up goals. So yeah. you're going to need to balance it out somehow. So unless Darnell Nurse and the boys, um, you know, figure it out on defense, okay. I, I I don't know. It'll be a long series, but I see the team in the East coming out. Colorado. Right. It, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. Um. I mean, we, we would have home ice advantage against the Oilers, correct? If I'm not mistaken. We've had a better record than the Oilers. I, but if it was Colorado, obviously, we, they won the president's. No, they didn't. No, it would be – let's see. Uh, let's see if I can pull up or, the record. Yeah, I'm already forgetting the uh, regular season standings because these playoffs to me. By the way, how do you feel about all these games being back to, like, every other day? Uh, it's intense. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's intense. The first time design. I don't remember having that. So the Rangers would have home ice advantage against the Oilers, but not against the Colorado. Colorado. Okay. And right. Tampa would be the away team for both for both series. Yeah, makes sense. No, no, they would be home if they played Edmonton. Okay. There you go. Uh, and then uh, tonight you'll have the Jack Adams Award being announced. Um, you have the three finalists. You have Andrew Burnett of the Florida Panthers, Gerard Gallant of the New York Rangers, and Daryl Sutter of the Calgary Flames. Who do you think wins? Andrew Burnett. You, you do think Burnett's still going to win? Yeah, yeah I, I do. Um, even though the Rangers were way ahead of their time and Gerard Gallant has done a tremendous job with the team, I think Andrew Burnett just – it's hard to go against Florida. I, I'm yeah. going to go with Gerard Gallant just because I'm a homer. Uh, back to back to the series real quick. Uh, Brayton yeah. Point has been skating, but um, John Cooper came out and pretty much, pretty bluntly said that was his first time skating. You know, like take you know take all your expectations and bring them down. Yeah. To the basement because he's pro- like most likely not playing this series, might not even play at all the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Do you feel that's true? I do. I think if he participated in game one, then you can say he's going to play. But I think since he hasn't taken part of game one, I don't think you'll see him this series at least. If they move on to the Stanley Cup final, then I think you'll see him because I, he I is skating. Have to. Yeah. I know, but I, I, I don't think so. I think his injury is a bit too much. I don't think they want to risk it. They made it here without him. They swept Florida. So, I mean, if they're in trouble, down 3-1, maybe he can force it. But if I was Tampa, I wouldn't go crazy with it. They're going to be a good team next year. They're going to be a good team the year after that. I think they should take it easy. Uh, obviously, they want to go for glory again. They want to go for that 3 They want to do history, but they – They've gone this far without him. I think, like I said, if they are down bad in this series, you could see him, but I don't think Tampa would push that. 
Okay. Um, and then you had uh, Anshay Kopitar winning the Mark Messier NHL Leadership Award last night. Yep. Um, and then Marty St. Louis to remain a uh, Canadian's head coach. Uh, any thoughts on that before we uh, sign off? Great move. He's a, player, he's a player's coach. You can tell right away. I, I remember looking at that video of him. I think it was like the first or second day as interim coach. He was showing Carl Caulfield a move that he would always do on a power play on the, he was in the left slot and he fakes the shot, pulls the bag and shoots it in. And Cole Caulfield that day did that move and scored a goal. And I, to me right there, you just show that Marty St. Louis is such a player's coach mm-hmm. and is, he is the right guy to lead this team because that's what they need. They need, they don't need a hard nosed guy who's going to be breathing down their necks. They're a young team. They're rebuilding. You need a guy who can communicate with players and that's who Marty St. Louis is. That's what he's going to do. I think he's going to thrive there. I believe it's a three-year contract. I think he's going to go longer uh, unless the team really progresses and it's going to be kind of difficult for him to, I, I, I guess, I, I like to think about the Rangers sometimes with that. You saw with David Quinn, they kind of progressed under David Quinn, but you saw there was that stalemate. They stayed where they were. They needed a guy to to bring them to that next step. And obviously you see that with Gerard Gallant, we're in the Eastern Conference final. So I think that could come from Marty St. Louis, but he has a long career in coaching for sure. It's good for him and good for, for Montreal moving forward. Yeah, uh, tremendous news for Marty. Uh, I wish him all the best, except, you know, when he's playing against the Rangers. Um, but yeah. with that with that <laughs> said, um, let's uh, wrap up this episode. We will uh, yeah. We will meet back up next week. Uh, if you guys want, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at DropThePuckPod. I am at JSTAR02. Pedro is at underscore Rodriguez underscore 20. And, uh, yeah, you know, let's go Rangers. <laughs> let's do it. Let's Later, go. guys. Bring it home, boys. See you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. On Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.